Donald Scott. He's an Olympian and also a world medalist. So, <laughs> we're about to jump right into this. Okay. Donald! Man, while I was searching you up on Google, because everyone loves Google, right? Mm-hmm. I learned that you actually originally started off as a sprinter and a hurdler. And <laughs> then you got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sprint was my dreams in uh in high school, but you know, I wasn't the the you know, my uh my fast twitch muscles wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I just um I stuck to the um I tried the two, tried the one. Um my main events was the um was the one tens, the um gosh, uh, the three hundreds, uh and four by fours, triple and long. So, yeah. <laughs> you did three hundred hurdles. <laughs> I did, man. Hey, I mean, I had the speed in between, but over them boys was not good. I mean, I ran a high thirty-seven. I mean, that's side. Right. Yeah, that is all right. <laughs> so, what was that transition like going from sprinting and hurdling to a triple jump? Uh, I mean. Um, my coach at the time, Sean Prophet, um, <clears throat> he forced me to triple jump. Um, <laughs> he seen me hop over the, um, gosh, over the steeplechase. Um, it's like a little water pit thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I cleared that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared that boy one um, one step. So he was like, all right, all right you're going to triple jump. So what? I did it. Hop over that, though. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the day I did it, but yeah, it was, um, the transition was cool. Um, he showed me how to do a little hop, step, jump. I mean, he wasn't the best, but I just, I just went with it. Um, um, I was just always talented. You know, I played football, um, um, in high school also, um, I played volleyball too. So I was just an overall athlete. Okay. You was dipping your toes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, comment. He did hurdles in high school. I was shocked too. I found out on Google because Google is a great resource now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So when you started triple jumping, you actually became one of the top three t- triple jumpers in Florida. Did that give you any more passion for the event itself? Um. I didn't know how well numbers were in jump. So I was again. I was just out there doing it. Um. But I ended my high school season with the uh, forty nine feet. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Which is which is average, but um, of course I wanted to get in the fifties. But I was um, um, again track was my main sport, so um, I ain't have time to actually train for it. You know. Yeah, that yeah. makes. So I mean, like you said, you were playing football and you got a scholarship. Um, at EMU for football. And yeah. You joined the track team. So how did that even perspire? Like, how did that happen? Um, well, um, I was blessed with the scholarships at Eastern. Um, but I made sure that I was able to um, do both sports when I signed. You know, so that was the agreement. Um, I got on campus and I walked to the track office like, all right, 
you know, let's get it. I'm here, <laughs> you know, but um, the transition, it, it was tough. Um, it's like doing both in college. It's like I never had a rest, you know, so um, you got spring ball. And then after that is, is fall camp and then the season. And then right after the season, um, I'm right at the uh, runway, you know, with no practice. So <laughs> I was just out there just muscling it and with no technique and everything. But um, it was a good journey to do both sports in, uh, in college. Um, and then I just decided to, you know, hang football up and, and give it a go with track. Um, I should have did my pro day to see how far I could have went with football, but it is what it is. You know, God has his plans for everybody. Hey, God has his plans. <laughs> I would have meddled. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So in 2015, you actually got third at NCAAs, and then you came back a few weeks later to compete at USA's, and you ended up in eighth place, which is still a pretty big deal being a collegiate athlete. Yeah. Um, what was that experience like for you to go from being a collegiate to jumping against pros? Oh, man. When um, I knew I wanted to do it when – I was consistently being in the top three in college, you know, um, and then seeing what the guys was jumping outside of college. I'm like, all right, if I, if I give track my all, um, I could definitely get there, you know? So um, that's what I did. I did that um, my last year, placed third, and then I went to the trials. And as a, as a fresh meet out there, you know, it's exciting, you know, uh, <laughs> On prelims, um, I think I won prelims or either got second. You know, so my emotions was high, you know, at the trials, my first trials out of college, you know, and I don't know what happened the second day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened the second day. I think I was just trying to over, um, it's like try too hard probably, but, you know, it is what it is. I missed out um, on the team, oh, but that's, that, that, that did something to me, you know, because I felt like I should have, you know, I should have um, competed like I should. But again, it's God plans, you know, so I took that and I was like, all right, I'll for sure be at the next one, you know. Hey, I mean, again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then fast forward, you came into this game and you eventually earned yourself a contract, but I think something special about you getting that contract was also within, I believe it was the same week that your daughter was born, right? Um, I got my, yeah, yeah. It was, it was nerve wracking because here I am about to have a kid, no contract doing this sport. It was, it was nerve wracking. But um, again, I just put my all into track and, um, you know, I just got better and better. And and um, it's like to have that motivation behind me, you know, I got to, um, I have to provide for my kid, you know, so I got to do what I got to do. And, um, you know, I found a good agent and, and from there it went, I got that sponsorship and, you know, it took a lot of stress off of me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think while we're on it, because you talked about some of the stressors, can you explain to some people that are in here, because not everyone does track some of the stress not being sponsored as opposed to when you do get contract? Man, so out of college, I was, just, I was working at Family Dollar, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods, you know, just trying to keep some money in my pocket while I train, you know. Um, 
But um, yeah, I just knew I shouldn't be too worried because I knew what I had coming, you know. Um, but it it it's definitely stressful if you don't have a contract in in this sport, you know. And um, especially as a field inventor, man, it's it's like we <laughs> it's like we don't get no love, <laughs> no love. But um, yeah, I just had to wait it out and uh, and just do what I got to do to um, uh, earn that sponsorship. Look at you and still holding on to that sponsorship. Yeah, um, yeah, my last year with them, so hopefully I get re-signed. <laughs> you'll get re-signed. You'll get re-signed. <laughs> I'll make this team and get re-signed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, uh, as we also talked about, you have a daughter. I think we talk a lot in track and field about mothers in track and field because it's becoming more of a doable thing for we don't really touch on a lot of the fatherhood of track and field. So what was that transition like to not only be a professional athlete, but become a professional athlete and a father? Man, it was, it was good. Cause it then, um, again, that set, um, it gave me more motivation to keep going and to keep getting better and just make sure I'm doing, um, it's like the best I can for her now, you know? And then when I took her to my first, um, I took her to her first meet, which was uh, Indoor USA's um, 2018 Indoors in New Mexico. I won, and um, it's like the feeling to have her in my arms um, on that podium. It was like, oh man, this 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 is good because she's seen, you know, her dad do good things, you know, and yeah. and hopefully that can um, inspire her and motivate her to, um, it's like do the same for her kids and and stuff like that push her but it's 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 definitely a blessing because i always have that motivation to as i do um as i try to do more in life so she can see and stuff like that you know that's awesome yeah so far what are your top three favorite memories of being a dad Ooh, man top favorite well i say one um, is again, just waking up, seeing her every day, you know, um, it's like that feeling, um, I didn't have my parents growing up. So it's like to have her and to be active and in person, that's, that's a feeling, you know, it's, um, it's a great feeling. Um, and then just watching her grow up, you know, um, kids just pick up to stuff so quickly and learn how to do stuff and, and she's just running around here, jumping and, and stuff like that. So just seeing all that stuff is is good, too. Um, and then it was one, um, gosh, one memory. Um, we was at home. And out of nowhere, she's, um, I don't know if I heard it correctly, but she said, um, Dada, I'm proud of you. You know? Aww. Yeah. I don't know if she said that, but it answered my ear as that, you know? So it was like, I looked and I was just like, oh man, you really just said that. <laughs> you know, so that was a good moment, man. That made me feel good about myself, you know? So, but yeah, it's it's a lot of memories with kids, man. You're going to have years of memories, you know? Man, that that is precious. Yeah. What's the hardest part of being a parent? Whew. <laughs> man. <laughs> 
not knowing what they want, you know, because they, um, especially when they don't know how to talk, you know, it's just crying and this, 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 like, okay, what do you want? So, you know, you can stop crying, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's not hard. You just got to have a lot of patience, you know, and, yeah. um, and it's like me before a kid, I had no patience, but I had to learn, you know, patience and, um, I'm pretty chill now because of her. <laughs> I'm pretty chill because of her, you know, but, um, again, it's all, it's all just enjoying. Um, it's like every little moment, every little moment because they grow so fast, you know, time flies, man. Yeah, it does. It does. She's about to be three, you know, and she's like talking, talking now. <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. She's a little girl, you know. Um, uh, she's still a mama's girl right now. It's okay. I get my time. <laughs> Are you going to let her paint your nails? Yeah, for the fun of it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't going to post it nowhere, though. <laughs> we'll have some fun, though. <laughs> you know, we do little tea parties I and stuff like that. You know, but, yeah. We didn't get to that. That stage yet. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> so for any expecting fathers that are athletes just in general, what advice would you give them? Fathers. Um, in the beginning, I would say, you know, it, it, it feels kind of lonely in the beginning because the kid just wants the mom, you know, for feeding and stuff like that. Um, I can't say mentally a dad can feel um, it's like separated a little bit, you know, but it's, um, you just got to make sure you're, you're there, you know, um, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. And, and over time, the kid will um, embrace you more, you know? So I, I think that's definitely what, I went through, although I was, um, um, it's like there and active. I felt kind of like, all right, you know, dad's here, <laughs> you know, so, but um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only advice and just be, you know, the best father figure, you know, that's, that's, that's key. Um, and just make sure she knows, or I mean, he or she knows, you know, that, um, um, you know, the father is, is, is there caring and, and active for sure. And then you touched on something earlier. So if you're comfortable talking about it, you touched on the fact that you didn't grow up with your parents. And I did see yeah. that in foster care until your aunt and uncle took you in. So yeah. I don't think that it's talked about enough about the foster care system and how, you know, children navigate through that. I don't think a lot of people actually take the time to ask anyone about that. So what was your like and how was it like growing up with the foster care system um yeah me and my sisters were adopted by my aunt um and my uncle um and i mean we wasn't in the shelter for too long before they came and got us mm. but um it's like i grew up in fort lauderdale florida it's it's hard down there you know hard poverty you know all that stuff i was you know, caught up in all this type of stuff. So 
um, it's like to be moved from that to um, it's like basically almost middle class. It, um, it was a big adjustment, you know. Um, uh, it's like where I'm from, you know. It's 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 basically African Americans, you know. Um, and my aunt and uncle are um, are Caucasian, you know. So um, we had to battle that a little bit because we wasn't com comfortable around Caucasians because we was always told, you know, this, 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 yada, 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 you know? So um, that was an adjustment, um, but overall it was good for me and my sisters to finally be shown love. Mm. Um, love and, and what it's like to be in a stable household. You know, although my uncle moved out after some years, um, and it was just my aunt, but um, it felt like home. It felt good. Um, I started getting, um, I started becoming active in sports. You know, getting good grades and just turning my life around. And and blessed enough, that's how I earned my scholarship to Eastern. Because if if we never would have got adopted, I don't know what I'd be doing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> probably locked up or something. You know, but. Um, yeah, I mean, my life has been a journey, a blessing, and I just want to inspire people um, to just set a goal and just chase it. That's it. Um, especially the people who um, who come from where I come from, you know, because it, um, it's like most people get stuck down there. Um, it's like most people don't ever leave Florida, you know, so it's like for me to be able to do that and people I grew up with and family see me doing all this stuff is 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 good, you know. Definitely. Thank yeah. you for that because yeah, I wanted to ask, but I also wasn't sure. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind talking about it. So you just talked about setting a goal, chasing it, and inspiring, and I think you've done something that's remarkable. You actually came back this year and got your first medal. And so while you were in survey, you got your first medal. What does that mean for you? And how does that have you motivated to reach gold in Eugene? Well, winning that medal, it felt good. I felt like it was about time. I deserved it. I worked hard, you know. Um, and as you know, of course, indoor medals aren't respected, you know. But I want me a medal, you feel me? So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna take that in and um, – it for sure um, is motivating me um, to go ahead and go out here and you know win the USA's and try to get a gold at at um at Worlds or even medal. You know, that's always a goal. Just um, just the medal at any championships. You know, so definitely yeah. a medal is a medal. I don't care what nobody. Says. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Not a lot of people can say they got a. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So don't ever downplay that. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right. Gotcha. So one thing that you've definitely shown over the years is your competitiveness in the triple jump. You've got five national championship titles, four of them being consecutive with indoors. <laughs> and six. 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 Correct. <laughs> six. Six. <laughs> and you've got, you've got a consecutive too and so i yeah. think that 
that in itself says a lot because it's hard. And I don't think a lot of people understand how difficult that is to come back year after year, indoors, outdoors, and win these titles. Um, so what does this build for you in the future? And does that have you motivated at all? Yeah, it does. I want to keep, you know, keep winning consecutive, consecutive titles, you know? So, um, yeah, um, this past one's my sixth, you know, winning and, um, I just took it as, all right, God is going to, you know, play something better, you know, and then that's when I got that medal, you know, so now I just got to keep doing the same thing I'm doing. That's, that's, that, that's it. Just keep doing exactly what I've been doing. And, and, and that's just chasing my dreams and goals. So one thing about the field events that I have to put the disclaimer out because field events, we always stick together, okay? We we be riding and dying for each other mm -hmm. because that's all we have. But from the outside looking in, because the men's triple jump got a lot of testosterone down there. <laughs> <laughs> there there's a lot of talking down there. Um, so, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know how is it you are able to maintain your focus during competition and can you explain the dynamics of that well i'm not a i'm not a talker in person i like to just observe but it's like when i'm at meets i'm to myself you know you know tuned in but when somebody just you know come at me out of nowhere it's like all right <laughs> you mad or something you feel me? Like, I mean, I understand you're trying to get yourself hyped, but I'm going to come with it. You feel me? So, <laughs> yeah, but um, I know it's just all, um, it's all fun and games to get each other hyped, you know. Um, although some harsh things, you know, be said. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's, I don't take it too personal. Um, you, um, it's like this past indoor uh championships you know i had a lot going on in my life you know and and chris carter said something to me and i just snapped like because i was just in my zone you know focused and and it's like you don't know what i got going on outside you feel me so but um yeah i just know he was trying to um it's like hype yourself up you know like he always do like others do you know but um you can't let nobody take you off your game you know, you just got to stay focused on what you got to do. And and I don't let nobody take me off my game. You feel me? So, yeah, I talk my um, – I talk trash back. You feel me? But, yeah, you're not about to, you feel me, throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> you're not about to throw me off. Because uh, that is definitely the difference between the men and the woman. Y'all down there talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes it be funny. You feel me? But again, it's 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 just for energy. You feel me? That's yeah. it. You, yeah. I'm, I'll bring the energy. So. Yeah, yeah, you got to, <laughs> you got to. But some people just got something in them that they just gotta get off their chest. Well, I don't, hey. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, but I respect all the guys. You know, Christian, Will, Chris, uh, Chris Carter. You know, all the USA guys. We, you know, we all cool. We talk. You know, it ain't it ain't no real beef. Really yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> From the outside looking in, because I'm I'm on the field, <laughs> I know what, what it's really like. And people yeah. are just asking me, like, 
what's it like down there with them? And I'm like, I'm, I'm not down there with them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all energy, man. It's, it's, it's fun though. Cause, cause, um, it does get you hyped, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It does get you hyped for sure. Oh, <laughs> um, but you just gotta stay focused while you're being hyped too. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, all right. So you've volunteered coach at EMU. Still no, I actually coach um, high school. Um, I coach at a local high school. Um, yeah, because at local high school, I coach jumpers, sprints, you know, stuff like that. So I love doing it, man. I love seeing um, it's like everything I put into them pay off for them, you know. So it, that's always a good feeling. You know, um, um, it's like me and the coaches probably sent like eight, eight kids to college so far, you know, and that's a good feeling. Yeah. So giving back is, is, is always a good feeling, you know. Do you see yourself coaching once you're done, like full time? Yeah. Um, I want to actually have my own gym. Um, I want to do, um, you know, private coaching. Um, I want to tap in. Um, um, it's like tapping back to the football world. Um, um, it's like combine prep, you know, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, I do have a a, a vision of coaching uh, at the track for sure. That'll definitely be dope. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, okay, I got one more, like, eh, kind of serious question. Actually, I got two more. Okay. Okay. And then, then there's some fun questions. So you've coached both collegiate and now you're coaching high school. Which like most? Mm. I, I say high school. Mm. I Why? say high school because that's where you see it's like the most faster development. Yeah. Uh, it's like college. It's kind of slow, you know. Um, and college students, man, they just gosh, don't got it all. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to work with, man. Hard to hard to motivate a person who who's just there for um it's like to say I'm on a team, you know. Um, yeah. and it was a lot of that. Um but I was also um allowed to train with the college kids, so that was pretty fun too, you know. That's cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 so what do you want to see more of in our sport what I want to see more of um, I want to see I want to see more you know uh, I definitely want to see more younger jumpers mm. because it's like after um, it's like after the ones who's there now it's you really don't see many upcoming jumpers like that. And I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the coaches or not, but I would like to see some more jumpers out here. You know, um, I would also like to see m more recognition, you know, to the field eventers for sure. Um, um, at track meets, whether, um, you know, sponsorship wise too, you know, all that stuff, just bring more respect to the field events, man. That's, that's, that's major, especially on TV. Like, 
who wants to sit there and watch somebody <laughs> run 15 laps? You know, just is it's like it's like it's, it's it's common sense. But you know, they they ain't got their favorites and whatnot. You know, but it definitely needs to be changed in this sport for sure. All I know. Around, all around, you know, especially in the U.S. Especially in the U.S. Especially in the U.S. <laughs> we need more support, you know, um, you know, more meets, you know, all, all types of stuff, man. It's, it's, it's a journey that this, um, uh, it needs to be a whole, a whole new, a new um, outlook of this sport, man. Especially in the U.S. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Agreed. Retweet. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah even... I mean, it's sad to see some people say, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, um, I can't do, you know, what I love anymore because it's no meets or, or I'm not getting paid or, you know, and just like, all right, bro, you got a sprinter out here making a lot of money and they're not even making teams. Mm. And it's, it's just unfair. It's just unfair. <laughs> it's just unfair, but I'm just in this sport because I'm good at it. I love it. You know, and it's paying the bills right now. And yeah. and when it's not paying the bills no more, I'm up out of there. <laughs> I'm up out of there. The <laughs> <laughs> so if you was to take your bag outside the door, if you could do it. <laughs> <or. laughs> well, oh. I'm about to go. <laughs> I'm about to another sport. Something. God. <laughs> You could do any other sport at an elite level. What sport would it be? Football. Football. Yeah. I still think I got it. I should have said and not football too because. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, I shoot. I never picked up a basketball, so that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, baseball. Yeah. That's I'll good. I'll be a dope outfielder. I don't get that ball. <laughs> yeah. Glad you yeah. said ball. It definitely be baseball for sure. Outfielder. Outfielder. I, I could see that. Okay. Yeah. I bet they're chilling with my shades on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're waiting for the ball to come and get paid. Mills just to stand there and not even get the ball, probably. You feel I me? So. <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah it'll be baseball it'll be baseball Ball okay. it is so because you've done football and obviously you do track and there's a lot of conversation with nfl players and track runners do you think that it's an easier transition for a football player to turn into a track athlete or a track athlete to turn into a football player I would say it's hard for a football player to come to track. Why? Because of the mechanics. Mm. And my mechanics is still bad because <laughs> I've been doing football for so long that I still, I still can't run upright, you know, for periods of time. <laughs> my hips, <laughs> you know, my chest is always you know, forward, but um, I would, yeah, 
Uh, it's kind of that's a hard question because it's 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 tough <laughs> because you can't. Yeah, that's a tough question. But because track to football would be difficult, you would have to learn. You would have to do agility work. You will have to learn a lot of stuff. But on the other hand, learning how to run is tough. It is. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> you know, so that question, it uh, can go both ways. I gotcha. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I had to think about it. I'm like, wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to me for the good question. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was good. And then, okay, I got two more because I've seen them in the comments. So <laughs> someone asked if you've ever had braces. Yes, I had braces. Did you hate them or them? I hated them because I couldn't eat even my Starburst and Skittles and stuff, but I still did it. <laughs> I broke a few brackets, got in trouble. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely had braces. Um, I have permanent retainers in in my mouth. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and since you're over here talking about candy, somebody asked, what is your favorite flavor jelly bean? <laughs> jelly bean? That's crazy because I was just eating some Starburst jelly bean. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But uh, orange or blue? Yes. As you said, orange. Who likes orange anything except for orange soda? Hey, orange soda. Shoot it. Like hey. the orange starburst? Yeah, it's smooth. You're yeah. great. All right. Okay. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't like the yellow. <laughs> I like the yellow. But the orange smooth, you know, the orange, the, the pink, that's my favorite. That's, that's everyone's favorite. That's what you should say. I only like <laughs> and the red. <laughs> nah, uh, nah, the red just tastes like uh, cherries. Nah, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> so you like orange? Ew. Yeah. All right. I like oranges. I'm from Florida. I like oranges, man. So oranges, you know, all around. Orange juice. All that. About Florida people. <laughs> we're a little weird but it's okay <laughs> a little weird <laughs> it's okay our taste buds different we eat oh, chitlins they definitely are <laughs> right, so before I let you go are you competing in New York this weekend yes I'll be in New York um, and then USA's worlds and then overseas it is all right. Well, best of luck in New York. I'll see you in Eugene. And thank you for coming on Out the Blocks with Jasmine Todd. Thank you. No problem. It was a pleasure.